Wrestling is trash. Wrestling is trash. And pow! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Trash Tuesday. We are here for you with episode 157. Can you believe it? 157 episodes of Wrestling is trash welcome lovely beautiful trashians out there who are enjoying this program i of course am one of your co-hosts of this show lou from the bx host of the everything podcast co-host of wrestling is trash trash boy number two and as always i am joined by pow hey what up everyone trash boy number one nick anicelli Happy to be back for another Trash Tuesday. When Lou does say 157 episodes, that actually does sound insane. Um, but we love doing it. Um, and yeah, excited to talk. We had a, a very eventful weekend between in ring and not in ring. <laughs> I feel like I want to, I want to, like, I really want to get in shape because I want to do that fucking Jay White pop collar shit. Where he looks down at his fucking eight pack. I like I wanna do that shit. I wanna fucking pop my collar and be like, Yeah, look at these fucking abs. I don't know, I know. where you that never came from. See, you never see those dudes like Finn or Ricochet post you know how like sometimes like celebrities or just everyone in general posts like food they're eating? You oh, never yeah. see what they're posting. I think like when's last yeah, time Jay, don't eat. when's last time Jay White had a carb? <laughs> yeah, he eats like a bowl of steam and like a warm glass of water with lemon in it, probably, because I, I don't know how you maintain that. Because I'm obviously of a larger variety type person. Although I will say this whole situation that I've been doing is working for me, because I was looking back at old videos of our, speaking of being episode 157, I went back and watched a few older episodes. And I was like, damn, I can tell, like, I was the face. very much potato-faced. And even this shirt, like, this is the shirt that I bought to go to the live show. Yeah. And when I wore it, it was tight. And now it's 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 loose as fuck. Like, it's not even touching, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So putting in that work. We're getting there slowly but surely. Maybe one day I'll be able to do the Putting in that work. Fucking get the abs going. But in any event, ladies and gentlemen, we are here for you once again to talk all things wrestling related. Past, present, and future. So. Where the fuck do we start with this episode? This has been an insane week. It's been an insane two weeks of wrestling. Um, I don't even know where to actually start, but I guess what we should do is kind of address the, uh, for lack of a better word, the elephant in the room. And we'll discuss this person here. Um, Because I'd like to get all that out of the way if we could so we can actually talk about the good things that happened this week in wrestling. Um, Two great shows. So if you didn't know, (laughs) if you've been living under a rock for the last few days, CM Punk is no longer with AEW. He is no longer with All Elite Wrestling. He has been terminated from his contract. He, uh, for a cause. And... um, Look, here's the thing. So 
whatever happened back there, you know, again, we love, I love to say this on this show because there's, you know, there's a hundred different ways I'd like to go with this, but this is the thing about this show. Like, yes, we pay attention to the, to the dirt sheets because news gets put out there. Now, whether, so what, what I like to do personally, and I think what Nick likes to do also is we get news from all these different places and we kind of just get the general idea of what's happening. But we don't take sides. We're not like, no. I'm not over here like, oh, Meltzer said it, so that's it. Or Cornette said it, so that's it. And fucking no. Something happened there at All In. And what that was, I don't know because I wasn't fucking there. I am not a wrestler. I am not a promoter. I'm a wrestling fan. And I know my place. And I know I'm not some insider I'm not some, you know, I don't have anybody's number who works in production and I'm getting secrets or even pretending that I'm doing that. No, we don't do that. We're just a couple trash boys. <laughs> we are just trash boys who are here. We enjoy wrestling. We love wrestling. It's It's been part of our lives for multiple decades. And it's just something that we're in. We're entrenched in it. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, I know wrestlers and I know these people and I know their lives and I got inside information. I don't. I have the same information you all have. What we like to do on here, though, is kind of talk about these situations and give our opinions about what's what. So here's the thing with CM Punk. We love CM Punk. I like CM Punk. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a fan. Do I think he's the greatest ever? No. But I, when he came back, I bought this fucking hat. I was on board. I bought the hat. I bought the shirt. Like, right as he was walking to the ring, I was on shopaw.com buying the fucking CM Punk merch because I was excited. The pop was insane. It was great. He's back. He's going to do his redemption arc. Now, whether or not you feel like he actually got his redemption arc or not, whatever, that's your opinion. But I enjoyed his time in AEW. Yes, some shit happened. But again, I wasn't there. I don't know the backstage story. You know, apparently there's camera footage of this situation because there's a bunch of cameras back there in uh, Wembley Stadium. I do so need that leak. I do, I do need that leak, though. <laughs> somebody has it. And I if that, that footage leak. gets put out eventually or not, you know, I think it should be put out. Um, and I think I get I get the feeling that that may happen eventually, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But anyway, um, you know, again, the only people who know what happened are the people who were there. So mm-hmm. I can't take sides. I can't say Jungle Boy was right or CM Punk was right or whatever because, again, we weren't there. So just going off of what supposedly happened, the story that we have, Tony did the right thing. Mm -hmm. He had to – and we talked about this last week. We said it. We were like, yo, he's got to go. Yeah. Punk's got to go. We said it. I love Mm -hmm. CM Punk, but if this shit's true – and now you have another problem with another talent and you're supposedly choking somebody out and punching and getting into a fight. You got to go, bro. That's yeah. just how I feel about it. And I think Tony did the right thing. Now, his whole speech about I was a fearful for my life. I've never felt scared at a show before. I don't know if he needed to do all that. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, he's a he's a sensitive guy, man. You know, Tony's a little frail, sensitive guy. He wears his heart on his sleeve and shit. You know what I mean? So 
And I won't I take any it. of this shit. Whatever he yeah, keeps saying. But whatever he says. I don't know if he needed to do all that. Nick, if you want to chime in here, because I can just keep going and going yeah, and going. Um, but... The whole thing is interesting. Because, like, yeah, okay, he left. We all agree. He did the right thing. We're both fans of Punk. We wanted Punk to come back. Pre-injury Punk? Yeah. Pretty much when, like, when he won the title, like, was amazing. His Eddie Kingston feud, his MJF feud. Like, I went to Double or Nothing in 22 because I wanted to go, but Punk in the main event was one of the key reasons I went. And he is a draw. He was their number one merchandise seller right before he got fired. But, you know, if you're starting all these antics and all that, it's like, you got to go, bro. And then you hear these reports and then the Regal thing, if that's true. Oh, that's ridiculous. When Regal first came in, like, calling him a Triple H stooge. That's, and that's, all of that, uh, which is, which is crazy because that's when he, it, when he debuted was Revolution, which that's when the dog collar match was. Yeah. And it's like, cause Kevin Nash also went on record saying like CM Punk needs like mental help, like help. And maybe he does. Maybe it's just, Punk does a lot of this to himself. And I think. Phil Brooks puts more stock into his own hype. I, we, like I said, we love punk. The shit that happened at All Out last year, like, hey man, shit does happen. So I guess in other words, in other words, you're saying, I think CM Punk is starting to believe his own bullshit. Yes. As the great, as the great Vince McMahon once said. Yes. And, it's nuts because every time something with Punk comes up, you see these clips of his last WWE run of them calling him out on television. It's like, yo, they weren't wrong. But, um, and it's like what happened at All Out last year. Yeah, was it shitty because there, there was the fight and then the way the scrum went and it didn't make Tony look good. But I'll, I'll chalk that up. This shit happens. And then it's like, okay, dude, Tony gets you back. You work on something. He makes it. As much as we laugh and joke, that show was made for a soft roster split to have Punk and the Elite do their thing, which is good, though. It shows AEW's that successful. They can do that. And then they come, and then, like, he's getting people escorted out of buildings, and and it's like... And then it's like, yo, you need, like, you need to be there as that locker room leader, and you didn't... Okay, yeah, like we're Taker and JBL doing some wild shit back in the day, but they weren't like, you know, I don't know, like they weren't fighting, at least. Yeah, and then, and that's where you lose me. Like that's where you lose me with CM Punk. Like there were reports back in the days of WWE where, like that famous one where he supposedly was like, "Come on, guys!" Like he tried to be like the, he tried to galvanize the locker room, and like the who was it, the Undertaker or somebody was like literally laughing in his face. I think it was Booker T. Yeah, they just fucking laughed at him like, who the fuck? You're not the leader here, bro. So, you know, now you're literally in that role. Like, now you are you are the locker room leader here. You bro. are the, what you want to be. Quote, unquote, the biggest name in the company. And I and I mean that general public-wise. I don't think there's any denying the fact that in AEW, CM Punk was the biggest name in mm-hmm. that company. We love Moxley and we love, you know, Christian the and Jungle one. Boy. Jericho's Jericho. the only one you could argue. Yeah, Jericho will be up there. But I would argue CM Punk's bigger name as yeah. far as general public goes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you like this is the this is the shit. Like I was not arguing with somebody on t- on Twitter because I, I try not to do it. 
but I was reading through all these different threads and people are like, yo, poor CM, like it was like the poor CM Punk party. Like people were like, oh, he's fucking people starting shit with him and they keep fucking with him and you know, this and that. And it's like, he's just trying to run a show and, and be a draw and people are fucking with him. And I'm like, bro, first of all, he's one of the oldest guys on the roster and he's no stranger to this business and how it works. So if anybody should be like, I don't understand why. Let's say, let's say what happened with Jungle Boy and CM Punk is is factually accurate. What we've heard from all the reports, Jungle Boy made the crack about the glass thing because they had a situation a couple shows mm-hmm. ago where CM Punk had a problem with him using real glass. Okay, so now at the show, Jungle Boy goes, "Hey, this is real glass, Crimea River, whatever." Let's say that they went backstage. Punk's, Punk supposedly said to him, you got a fucking problem with me. I'll kick your fucking ass. That's like the first thing. I'll kick your fucking ass. Why are you doing that? Why, why, what is, why can't you just be like, yo, Jack, come here. Hey, you, do we have a problem? Like, do you have an issue with me? Did I do something to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what's the, let's have a seat. Let's talk. Like, what's going on? Did I say something to fucking piss you off? Did you like, what's going on here? Why can't, that's what I don't get. Like, why can't he just sit down with these people and be a fucking leader and be like, yo, all right, you seem to have an issue with me. If I said something like, what is, what was it that I said that you have an issue with? Let's talk about this shit. We're here. We're professionals. We're in fucking Wembley stadium. There's like 80,000 yeah. people here. Like, let's, let's talk about this shit real quick before I go out there. And after the match, we'll, you know, no, mm-hmm. it has to be, oh, well, you got a problem with me. I'll kick your fucking ass. It's like, bro, you're not an 18 year old kid. Like the one. The one thing I'll say that I saw online that was interesting to come to CM Punk's defense, like I guess one time in this whole thing. So Raj Gary was like kind of going back and forth with someone. And he's like, back in the day, as much as Jungle Boy, yeah, he main evented double or nothing in that four pillars match. Like Jungle Boy is an undercard. And he's like, you didn't see an undercard going out there on live TV mocking a main eventer. And it's kind of, I see that side of things too. Yeah. Like, like there was, there was right definitely now. more respect. There yeah, was like, definitely more respect back in the yeah, day. Yeah. And I think that, but I definitely agree. Like punk definitely handled that wrong. Yes. He's a hothead. And then it just, then it comes back to the, all these other reports where he had the idea of maybe leaving AEW to go to WWE to do the rumble and then maybe feud with KO. And it's like, and this is why I say the stock thing. Like, I think this dude really thinks he can just go where he wants and what he wants happens. And it's like, and we were texting about it. If WWE doesn't want him, like, he's probably done. Yeah. Because he's not going to go the somewhere. Gonna, like, he's going to go to GCW. Yeah, or like Impact. Like, front oh, through light tubes and then, shit. If you think you, you know, got a problem with glass before, you're going to have a fucking triple light tube yeah, match. So I don't like, think so. And then, yeah, there's that report. Apparently, they might be interested in him. But, dog, you said you didn't like Triple H. Who do you think you're working for now? You know? And it's funny, like... And then and then another clips. thing to add to it, as much as I would love Punk there, because it would get a pop out of me. It would get a pop out of the internet, everywhere. 100%. If you really, truly think about it, do they even need him? Their businesses, both companies in general, but... They're doing so good right now. 
They have plenty of other talent. All this is doing is bringing them in. It's taking someone's spot that's like on a roll, like not yeah. saying necessarily him, but Chad look at LA Knight, like LA Knights on the up and coming. Chad Gable too. Yeah, Chad Gable, Gunther. Judgment Day, Gunther. Right? Because a lot of people are already saying, oh, Punk should come in and face Rollins at Mania. Like not. Yeah, he should as, come in and he should come in and be Rollins. He should come in and be Roman Reigns. He's, and it's like, dude. And Seth's been on record saying, like, yo, I don't want to be that guy. Like, he's like, I didn't want to really do that for Cody, but, like, I get it. Yeah. Because Punk's – I don't think Seth likes him. He's been known verbally. But oh, no, no, no. They, why that's, should, there's a big problem there. Yeah, like, so, like, I'm cool with Seth losing the title tomorrow. But, like, not, no offense, not to CM Punk. Yeah. You didn't see that interview with Seth where somebody asked him about When he called CM him Punk? a cancer? Yeah, a while. That was a while. I don't yeah. know if that was like kayfabe. I don't know if he was in character, but it kind of seemed like he was like for real. Like he's there was like probably some cancer truth behind it. And it yeah, was funny because there's like people, I guess, behind the camera, and they're like, and he's like, "What, guys? Let's come on! Like we all don't know this." And he, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, like I actually just, forgot about that. There's three people instantly. I'd rather have beat Seth, Gunther, La Knight, Gable, like all these other people. It's like. And he definitely yeah. shouldn't be the one to beat Roman. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Punk. Like, obviously, I wouldn't mind seeing. Dude, look, I love wrestling. So, yeah. If I'm watching the fucking Royal Rumble and they count down to zero and Cult of Personality hits, I'm going to lose my fucking mind just because I'm going to be like, I can't fucking believe these people brought him back. Like, it's just going to be such a mind fuck. To see what happens, who he interacts with, what, how this shit goes. So yeah, I'd like to see him back. Do I think he needs to be the one to beat Roman Reigns? No. In, in no way should he be the one to beat Roman Reigns. Now, Can he get into could a they program feel? with him? Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Like, of course. Like what I said would be perfect. Survivor series, Romans in the, uh, the fucking, the main event, obviously. He wins. Cult of personality hits. Punk doesn't even talk. Just do the classic stare down. Boom. And then they build a feud to the Rumble. And at Rumble, you get Punk and Roman. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, like, I'm, so I'm cool with him coming if he does that. But just to the conflict with everything, like, we love Punk. It's just, Tony did the right thing. It's just, and the thing is, so do you see, like, Mark Henry's quote about it? No. So let me try pulling it up. So Mark Henry is like, I think a one, a fan of CM Punk, but like, I think friends with him too. Like, cause obviously they, they've, uh, they've done things together. Like they wrestled together and everything like that. I'm trying to find his quote. If you can give me just one second. Um, I had, had so, a so this w- is what he's saying. So, the problem is gone. The problem is solved. Now you can freely go and there will be no more complaining. There should be no more complaining. The problem is gone. The so-called problem is. Everything should be shits and giggles and unicorn pee and rainbow blankets. That's what it should be now. I'm curious to see how it's going to be. The problem is solved. So that was hmm. on Busted Open. So I think what he's getting at. And now mind you, he works for AEW. He's a scout. Yeah, he's for that's, AEW. That's- that's super cheeky. He's being like, he's being like, okay, the problem supposedly is gone now. So 
everything should be great, right? So there shouldn't be any more problems after this. So yeah, think let's about see it. what Say happens. That's, that's basically how I took that. But and the thing is, someone else said there were fights before he was there. Remember Sammy Guevara and Andrade got yeah. into a beef. Yeah, yeah. Sammy, well, Sammy Guevara was on a roll there for a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I, I think they'll be fine. I definitely think getting him out of there overall does it. And it sucks, dude, because once again, in two weeks, AEW put out two amazing shows. We are here guilty of crapping on All Out. Not necessarily crapping on All Out, but as we said, the build, build, build. But on the pre-show, yeah. Lou and I were talking. Do we love a good storyline? Absolutely. Who doesn't in this sport if you're watching weekly? But how many good storylines like Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles? We talked about that match recently. And the match yeah. was decent, but it didn't live up to the hype. Or just even like the uh, like the Roman and Brock stuff. They've had some good storylines, but unless it was their last man standing match, like their matches weren't that good. So I'd rather the match deliver in the end because I can make up for the lack of, you know, kind of a part. Another, like there's so many just good examples of that. So it's like, I guess we can kind of transition here to the two shows, but just in general, all out, payback, both had great pay-per-views this weekend. You know, literally two, I said it to Lou and I, someone fact-checked me or I fact-checked myself, but besides like the big mania weekend and stuff like that, when there's the Ring of Honor show and everything else, this might have been the best weekend of the wrestles with the two major companies having two big shows. Right. You know, and but and the crazy thing is, and this is just us as fans, I think, falling for it again, lack of build, lack of expectations, delivered. Yeah. Like again, I think I saw... on both I think on because Revolution, I remember we were cramped and Revolution had no damn build besides MJF and Danielson. One right. of the best shows of the year. You know, Backlash, one of my favorite shows of the year, had no build. Oh, can we talk about that for a second? Did you see the tweet a couple of days before all this madness happened where Tony Khan, uh, I forgot, I don't know where he was oh, on some podcast or something about the best the shows. Year. I was like, come on, Tony, you capping, bro. Like, I bet you're trying to be like a homer and you're, you're, of course, you're backing your own product or whatever. But for you to not say that Backlash was like one of the best shows of the year, one of the top five shows of the year, that's cap, bro. Like, Dude, that just... fucking oh, show sorry. was phenomenal. I still think that that Puerto Rico crowd's been the best crowd of the year, and it's not even close. Like it's not even close. Like that and crowd it's was not even fucking just insane. The, it's not even just the Bad Bunny aspect either, because I still think Bad Bunny. Had no, the those matches, time. those yeah, matches like, were hard. Because one, obviously the you know obviously Selena Vega didn't really get a great match or whatever, but she had the chancleta thing, yeah, which was she funny. came out the home crowd, and like you know Bad Bunny's match was great. Yeah, I still dude. Think he's, I still think he's had best entrance of the year. That yeah, is really dope. Let me pull that card up real quick. And you Back know what the best part about that card was? Roman wasn't even on it. There was no, because Seth, yeah. the world title wasn't a thing yet. Because I remember it was Seth and Olmos. And I remember that wasn't a bad match. So Cody versus Brock. Yep, that main evented. Because that was the only thing we bitched about, is that Bad Bunny and Damian Priest should have main evented. Yeah. Bianca and Io Sky, which was fucking... That was a fucking great match. I remember it. Seth and Almost. Which was Austin bad. Theory defeat Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Which was good. Uh, Ripley defeats Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. And then Bad Bunny, Damian Priest in the street fight. And then the Bloodline defeats Sammy, uh, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle. 
right? Is that what? I'm yeah, saying? and I think that was like the yeah. one downer match we said. That was like because I remember the triple threat was even good because Bronson Reed had some good spots. I mean, that was a hot show, man. For him to say that, that was not for him not to throw at least one WWE. Like, even come on, WrestleMania Night One was yeah. fucking awesome. So, uh, you okay, know, but on, not Tony. even just WWE. On, yeah. My man gave no love to Wrestle Kingdom or anything. Everything was AEW, AEW, and it's like, okay, I get it. It's your company, but you know, that's one thing I really wish Tony would just like this whole chip on his shoulder that he has with like always trying to like point out WWE shit and letting his talent talk about WWE and you know just like I wish he would just like cause bro I'm gonna keep it a buck if I was in Tony Khan's shoes let's say I was some my dad was some billionaire I had all this money I started a wrestling promotion and I'm on TV and I'm doing all this shit bro I would acknowledge that WWE is you know doing wonderful things and leave it at that Mm-hmm. Like, if they ask, you know, because you know at these uh these scrums they always ask something, and it's like he goes off, like he went off on uh on Twitter on what was it Nick Khan calling him a liar and all this other shit and oh I have Ariel Hawani, and it's like dog, why do you do that, bro? Just fucking be like, no, nah, I think what they're doing is great, but I think what we're doing here is something a little different. We offer this, 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 this. This is what we're doing. This is how I feel about this. Don't stop comparing yourself to the fucking 50-year-old company. Like, you don't need to do that shit, bro. Yeah, and to, because here's the thing. As much as people will say one show's better than the other, that's always going to be a style thing, right? There are certain people yeah. that like, which is fine, right? That's just what you're into. Like I said, WWE been around forever, man. They're collaborating with the NFL. Like, you know what I mean? The NBA. Now UFC is going to be obviously a bigger thing. That's right? another thing I wanted to mention, too, when you were talking about CM Punk, bro. Endeavor's about to take over the company. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of changes. Then you're going to see them pretty quick. And I think you're already kind of seeing them with the fucking cinnamon toast crunch why is Rey mysterio always the cinnamon toast crunch match bro and he's the it's champ like, of it he's undefeated yeah he's like the cinnamon toast crunch champion or some shit you're gonna start seeing a lot of shit like that i guarantee you pretty soon you're gonna start seeing logos and shit on people's outfits mm-hmm. like they're gonna there's gonna be big changes so they might want cm punk on their show I it's think, not gonna be up to triple h i think so one thing on that i think we might start seeing the rock more too Oh yeah, or, because he isn't. I think his project Rock Under Armour shit sponsors the UFC. Hmm. We're gonna see more Logan Paul because Prime's the official drink of UFC. Yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Um, but yeah, it's like, hey, dude, like Tony, you're doing fucking phenomenal. You just had the yeah. biggest wrestling event in wrestling history. And the crazy thing is, if you weren't constantly trying to take shots at them or compare yourself, like, dude, you could probably like. Be civil with these people, and it's not. And it's and it's even. I think it's even deeper than that. Like you would actually, like you would actually help the fan base, because then you wouldn't be giving fire to all these fucking trolls on Twitter who are always trying to like cause problems with the tribalism and shit. Like if you didn't, if you just stopped doing that, I think it would help a lot as far as like all those all those issues. I know yeah. people don't give a shit about Twitter for the most part, but for us, you know, we're on it every day. Yeah, so we see it. 
because granted, there's going to be healthy competition, right? Like, I don't care what people, Nick Khan definitely acknowledges AEW's competition, which I don't think there's anything wrong with. Well, I think he says everyone's competition. But, dude, at the end of the day, when, and we don't, we, I hate it because we always somehow reference it, but when SmackDown's doing 2.5 million and Dynamite's averaging about 900,000 a million, like, right. Like, that's going to say it right there. But if Tony, like, if they kind of had that thing, just chill, 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 and didn't, Constant, like I bet you, if they were civil, kind of like how in TNA, because when TNA was big back in the day, RVD showed up in the Royal Rumble when he was the TNA yeah. talent. Like, imagine if they were kind of on the chill side, like Tony, like you said, acknowledge, like, hey man, they're WWE. This is just a secondary product to help get everyone's eyes off. We do have big names, we do have profits, we do have money, we do everything that we have, which is literally yeah. what WWE has, just not on as big as the stage. You could have like a Jay White maybe make a Royal Rumble appearance, and it's like, oh shit, Jay yeah. White's in fucking AEW. Fucking Jay White's here, and it's like, oh, who's this Jay White dude? Let me go watch Dynamite. Well, I mean, I would, I would never say, hey, we're the secondary product. I would never say that. Yeah, but I would definitely be like, nah, you know, they do what they do. We offer an alternative. You know, our matches are, I think, a little more intense. A lot of blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to get into detail, but it's just kind of like, dude, we offer this. We offer an alternative. We got stars like this. We got stars like Moxie. We got stars like Swerve. And they do all these different things. And da, 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 da. Like, go into that. Like, direct yourself away from talking about, like, WWE and trying but to talk I, shit about them. Because this so shit, it's I'm, honestly, it's annoying. And the here's the thing. AEW has a great opportunity to advertise. And obviously, we don't know this. But they're on TNT and TBS, which mm-hmm. are both MLB and NBA heavy. Like, I'm surprised you don't see plugs for Dynamite during it. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, again, I don't, I haven't watched baseball in fucking years. So I don't mm-hmm. know if they are advertising on there, but, uh, I don't see it during NBA games, at least. I'm gonna start paying attention to like the NFL and all that shit. I know that they're, they're probably, I don't even remember seeing WWE ads on like the NFL. Oh, they or do. Anything like the that. Fox ones does. Oh, Fox okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, on Fox for sure. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, NBC does too because they'll pipe up the the uh, premium live events. Please, damn. Oh yeah, Peacock shit. NBC. Yeah, yeah. So I don't NBC. know, but I don't know. So the main question I'm going to ask you to kind of dive off this between both the both pay per views this weekend, and we'll just kind of glide into it. What was right. your favorite match of the weekend between the two? Oh, the fucking, uh, let me think. No, the Danielson and Ricky Starks. Danielson that and Starks, okay, match. that's fair. Listen, let me tell you something, bro. That's a, that's a smart answer. And that match got added at the last minute. I don't know how, if that was planned for like a little bit. I don't know how that worked. I think worked. that was supposed to be Punk. Yeah, probably. And, I, and I'll tell you this. I do not think in any stretch of the imagination that that match would have been as good with yeah. Punk than with Danielson. I, in no way. You texted and it not, to me. And not a Danielson, I will arguably say Danielson, professional wrestling-wise, in-ring wrestling-wise, Danielson's on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, he's he the greatest. one of the greatest. Right now, he is the greatest in-ring performer that we have mm-hmm. in any promotion. I'm sorry. I love Kenny Omega. AJ uh, Styles. And Seth Rollins is fucking fantastic. AJ Styles is no, I goats. agree with you. Danielson's the greatest wrestler in the world. Well, right you know, Isaiah Swerve Scott is, I, I just called him by his NXT name. Swerve, Isaiah Swerve Scott is what he was called in NXT. Um, yeah. 
Swerve and uh, guys like technical people like Josh Woods. And I mean, now I'm getting into like the lower part, but Chad Gable. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to make Gunther. sure I mentioned Cody. Yeah, Gunther. Um, Gunther. They're oh, all like Jericho. at the top, top, top of that mountain. Yeah, Jer- I would say Jericho, but it's obvious that he's kind of yeah, with slowed a little bit. Let's throw Osprey in there. Yeah, um, yes, can't forget. But man, Brian Danielson just—he's just when it comes to performing the actual art and his psychology in the ring of how the match goes, just like from beginning to end, how the offense swings in different directions during the match, and just how the way the matches wrap up and finish. He's the fucking greatest, bro. He just is so good. And he's so, you can't take your eyes off of the fucking matches that he has. They're just phenomenal every time. Like, they're no. so, like, I yeah. think he gave Brock his best match. The best oh, match I Brock has ever had was with Danielson. Love that, that match. match. That's like one of my favorite matches ever, man. Heel Danielson versus Brock Lesnar for that, dude, that shit was great. Dude, every, every, damn near every, I can't think of a bad match he's had. Like, like his Kofi match at Mania was good. This was good. His one at Forbidden Door was good. Like every, his, his first ones when he first came in AEW with Kenny were fucking great. Like, and it's great because like that's someone you can have as that backstage present because everyone respects Danielson. He's a good dude. Like literally. They yeah. ask him every time in the media scrum, hey, what books are you reading right now? Like that, that's a dude you want in your locker room. Yeah, he, that's why I don't understand like, why when these Tony, things happen. Like, I was Tony, cause Danielson, he had some injury time and usually you do three years. So technically his contract's up the end of next year. If I was Tony, I would throw everything I fucking have at him. Give Even him. If it's a- even if it's a part-time oh, schedule, but hey, I need you as a producer or X, Y, and Z. He is someone that needs to get the bag thrown at him. Yeah, it's it's take all of the money. Just take it all. You can work part-time, pick your matches, and then just be backstage, helping me backstage, getting ready to take this shit over whenever you're ready to take it over. Yeah, just like Christian, like Christian, how he resigned, like they announced that. That's yeah. massive. I don't care. He's not wrestled. That's a massive resign for them. Yeah, because of just his knowledge. Yeah. yeah, I thought that match was like really, really good. Besides that, him, you know, I, if I, I had to Moxley. pick a, another one, the the main event of that yeah, car. And I'm trying not to be like an AW, you know, whatever. But dude, no, it was just it was a great show. Moxley and Moxley didn't believe. Yeah, it's amingly. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, let's give a quick round of applause to OC, man. That was a fucking hell of a title run. He, I I don't want to hear anyone say anything else. This should have been deaded a long time ago. But I don't want to hear anybody talk about Orange Cassidy. He's not good. He he sucks. He's a fucking flash in the pan. He's a a gimmick. I don't want to hear that shit. Bro, that dude is great. Okay? He's fucking great. And he's proven it every single week, going out there and defending the title every week against banditos and, everybody. Uh, you know, Swear. everybody, dude. Everybody. So I don't want to hear the it. Thing. He lost the title, but he lost it to one of the biggest main eventers in the company. So that means and that title is on the main event stage. 
And props to John Moxley on the sell job at the end of that match. Mm-hmm. John Moxley looked like, like he, <laughs> he looked like he just got into a fight with like six people. Like he had to get Buffy carried Moxley. out. I don't think I've ever seen him get carried out of the ring. No, like, I mean, no, help that, to that, be carried out of the ring. Like I thought something was wrong. Yeah, I've never seen him that I can remember needing help to leave the ring. And he he even handed Wheeler the belt like I just yo hold this shit. I can't walk. And he put his arm around Claudio and like I'd never seen that shit. And it's just like the respect to do that for you know this kid is just off the charts, bro. And then gotta give love to the women, Becky and Trish. Dude, match of the year contender. That's in that's in my matches of the year. Think about that. that Trish Stratus great is match. a match of the year contender. At That's her crazy, age right? In 2023. That's so crazy. Dope. She paid homage to uh, Victoria. Yeah. Very and cool. And Victoria sent out a video on Twitter. I don't know if you saw yeah. it. She was like all emotional. Yeah. So that was dope. Um, I'm, you know, she's not in the Hall of Fame. That's kind of shocking. That's weird. Maybe this I would year? think she. That's a shoe in. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, but, she should be. A, she should be. She's a shoe in. She's one of the like. She revolutionized women's wrestling. Yeah, she was so, one of the ones that when she came out, it was like post China, where it was like, okay, like you could, this is this woman's actually a badass. Like she's not just eye candy. You know what I mean? That was like the starting of that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that match. Yeah, and, those, uh, went, those girls went in. Uh, what was the other match that I had in WWE that I thought was outstanding? Oh, the fucking dude, that street fight. That was oh yeah awesome, that oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Freaking awesome! They did that fucking Rhea Ripley tackling KO through the thing. And it's like I love I love when they do those things right because literally it took every single member of the Judgment Day and JD Don't Me Google Me to beat the champions. Like it took everything to beat yeah. them. That was they took. So the, that they puts take, over, you know, that puts them over, and then on top of that, you do the title them. change, which helps the Judgment Day. And what about Finn Balor, Grand Slam Balor? Now, yeah, man, good for him. That's great. He only had the he only had the title one day, but he's still a Grand Slam champion. Hey, it still counts. If he wouldn't have got hurt, we would have got a Finn Balor run. So yeah, um, I also liked honestly. I really liked uh, Miro and Hobbs too. Oh yeah, that was a great match. Baron, That's how you do that match. What was the meat chant again? Bro, they were chanting meat forever. Yeah, meat forever. (laughs) Uh, What was the other one? Uh, The Young Bucks and FTR was good. Yeah, it was a really good match. That was really good. I have to, I will say that I uh, unfortunately fell asleep like on and off during that show. So I didn't really see too much of Kenny and Takesha. So I I have to rewatch that. I gotta rewatch that because I heard it was very good, and I'm trying to stay yeah. away from like clips because I see keep seeing clips pop up, and I'm like, nope, 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 no. I don't want to see clips. I want to see the whole match. Kenny so I definitely gotta so rewatch that. Fucking good. Yeah. He Kenny's is just so Kenny's fucking awesome. good. Did you like Rollins and Nakamura? Uh yeah. I mean, the thing with that match though, it was like, I kind of just felt like it was a. Like I think it's because I just—I think it's just because I knew he wasn't going to win. I mean, I thought so. Again, I thought that we were going to get some type of shenanigans at the end. 
And then it even ended weird. Like it ended weird. Like he wins, he's like celebrating, and they cut to like a production like video package. They didn't even and then he attacks him afterwards, but they don't even show it. Like, why wouldn't you show that? But then what they did weird what they did weird last night I read was Seth offered Nakamura another title shot and Nakamura said no. I don't okay. know where they're. I don't know where they're going with it. I don't know. You. I. I. That's just what I read. I. I didn't like see it. But um, yeah, I was like, uh. But the delivery of the pre- presentation of Nakamura was dope. But that little video yeah. clip. Yeah, and I like that he's he, doing. I like that he's doing his promos in Japanese because you can tell he's much more comfortable. Yeah, just going Especially off as like a heel, that. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. What other matches were there on the shows that, in general, were just good? I'm trying to remember. So, um, I thought the uh, tag team title match was, you know, it was good. I don't think yeah. it was anything, you know, out of this world. The uh, the Samoa Joe match with uh, uh, Shane Taylor. Oh, and like I, en- I enjoyed the match, but it was the beginning of the match that was like so good. Like that was so good. Like when I heard Joe's music. As they were walking up the ramp, I was like, oh, shit. Because it's like, bro, Samoa Joe is awesome. Samoa He's Joe is man. just the fucking greatest. Like, he really is. Like, he seems so like a good dude, too. Like, just Yeah, a good he's just dude. the coolest guy, like, still kicking ass in the ring. And, like, he hasn't lost a step. He's still doing his fucking thing. His promo work is, like, unmatched. So now, I hope we're going to get next. a program. Bro, if we're getting a program of NJF and Samoa Joe... <laughs> Listen, I'm all for that promo battle. Oh, and another God, thing yes. too, the reason why I I I wanted to point out that match is because I'm I keep so in my mind I'm thinking that eventually Adam Cole is going to want to turn on MJF. Like that's yeah. what, how I feel this is going to end. And I'm seeing little things and and all their like things that happen to them. So if you notice when he runs in there after Joe, Adam Cole stays outside the ring. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Max, Max, no, as he's fighting Joe. And then Joe's choking him out. And Adam Cole's, like, not going in the ring. He's calling for, like, security. Like, why wouldn't you go in there and help your best friend to separate? Yeah, maybe you might get hit by Joe or something, but at least so, get in what, there. What I was thinking, and I like when AEW does this, is they don't forget about the past. And remember when Joe came back to NXT and he was like the enforcer and he was fucking beating the shit out of everyone to include Adam yeah. Cole? Because remember, what was the rule with Joe? He had to be like in triggered. Like if you touched him, it was game over. Yeah, he can't get involved. But if somebody hits him, then, you know, he can retaliate so I'm or hoping, whatever. I'm hoping that's what they channel. That Adam Cole remembers. Because they do do that. They don't rewrite. They don't write off WWE or impact history and stuff like right. that. So that's what I thought initially. Is that I think that's where they're going to go. But I just think eventually we're going to get like a... It's going to be like a Kaiser Soze kind mm-hmm. of thing. Where you'll think back and you'll be like, Yeah, remember what that shit with Joe? Like he didn't help him. Remember in the tag match, he stayed outside while this guy was there. Like I, I think... That's how we're going to end up seeing things happen. And, so. and then I don't know when this title reign is going to end, but I would not be mad if Joe's the one to end it. Yeah, I, I can't I can't say. Dude, at this point, the only person right now that I think should take the title off of him is Adam Cole. Yeah. It, 
because that that they need to, for lack of a better phrase, finish that story. Like it needs to finish. You can't because then you put the title on Joe, and then then now what happens with them? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I like the I better than you. I like their shirts that they were wearing the other night. Yeah, they were they were pretty though. I'm tempted to buy one of those better than you baby shirts, but yeah, I gotta slow down with the wrestling shirts. I have way too many. It's way too many. Yeah, and then um, well, because the thing is, you have to buy them online now because at the shows they're expensive. Because I haven't oh, yeah, seen, I know Full Gear is coming to LA, and I'm like going to go to that. Like I, I don't want to miss that. Um, I just don't know when tickets are going on sale. I haven't seen yet. Well, for me, I gotta buy the shirts online because they don't carry my sizes mm-hmm. at these shows. They're always well, like, at the, the shows are more like expensive than I'm, I, that's what I was. And they cost at. more, which makes no sense. Like, would, why would they cost more at the show? They should be nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, Seth, I'm paying nineteen ninety nine shipping, and it's still cheaper than the sixty dollars. Because I remember when I went to um, Double or Nothing, I bought the CM Punk shirt, the best in the world, and his yeah. was like forty five dollars or something, or forty bucks. And I was like, all right, maybe because it's CM Punk, I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Right. And then, like, I I went back. It in uh, January when they came to LA, and they had the elite shirt, and it said the elite, but it was in like purple and gold lettering because of like LA, and oh, that no, shit was still thanks. like forty dollars. Yeah, which I should have got that, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't find myself to buy Laker colors as a Celtics fan. <laughs> I do have a Magic Johnson jersey, but that, I make an exception because he's one of the best. But oh, um, nice. yeah, so the old Kia Forum. Nice area, though. That's a nice arena. It's an old-school arena. I like it. And what I like about it is, so, obviously, if I was, like, a millionaire, well, not a millionaire, but, like, I don't know how you are with things. I guess it's diving into it, but I'm just thinking, like, I could easily spend the money if I really wanted to on, like, super, super close seats. But to me, it's not worth spending the money. Especially if you're in, like, an arena, like, in a basketball arena. I don't know, man. I can sit in, like, the first high ride. Not, like, the up-up, but, like, the first and be totally fine. Like, that doesn't bother me. I, so, I was at the Impact show, and I was literally, like, the closest I've ever been at a wrestling show was one row from the rail. Mm-hmm. And that was at an NXT house show. Yeah, I've so, done it at a WWE. So I, I went to an NXT house show. That's where I saw Matt Riddle versus Velveteen Dream at the main event and Shayna Baszler and the, the, oh, so you saw some good NXT. Oh yeah. Her horsewoman were there. Kyrie Sane was there. EO Sky. And, uh, so it was a, it was a great, uh, show. I saw the 2.0, but they were the Everice and everybody was calling them the middle aged bucks because they looked like they were kind of dressed like the young bucks, but they were like older. So we're calling them the middle aged bucks. But anyway, that was the closest I've ever sat. And then for impact, I was like four rows back from the rail, but I was on the side rail by the entrance. So dude, I mean, if I was like a million multimillionaire and I just had, I already took care of the family. I did all the shit. Now I'm just living the shit that I want. I would 100% try to get like front row green shirt guy. I want to, I was at least just going to, dude, how is he? Still, I don't know. You know he's been doing this for years. You know what's annoying about him and there's there's so there's like four guys. There's green shirt guy, 
Brock there's Lesnar referees, guy. referee fucking shirt guy, super annoying referee shirt guy who's at like every fucking AEW show on the front row, pet like mugging for the camera every time he tries to fucking get himself on camera. There's that guy. There's the Brock Lesnar guy who's like always at every fucking show. Both and then, companies uh, too. He's at both companies. Shows. Yeah, they go to both, and I'm like, bro, I, like how? Like I've tweeted at a couple of those dudes before, and they're like. They don't reply to anybody ever. Like they never reply. They never tell you what they do. They never like. They never say anything. It's like, it's good for them, you know. Yeah, and but they gotta be like, doing some quick because they're traveling too. On top of it, it's like air travel, hotel, Food. tickets. You know, like how the fuck do you do this shit? But yeah, how are I you was, doing this? I re- I was on YouTube just fucking around yesterday. And I watched AJ Styles debut, and green shirt guy was front yeah. row at the Royal Rumble yeah. 2016. I mean, he's been, it's like over 15 or so years that he's like at every fucking show. Like, every show. Have you ever like seen Raws, a show? Like, Raws, Smackdowns, pay-per-views, like, it's, it's. I don't understand. Have you ever I seen don't his understand. Nah. He, um, fuck, where's the guy? Is this him? I think I went to his Twitter page one time where he writes in his bio like, "Yeah, I'm the green shirt guy" or something like that. Yeah, let me. But I don't. He's uh, he has a page, and I'm trying to find it. But anyway, he only he posts every week from um. I can't find, but yeah, he posts right when he sits down, like his front row view every week or every month. There's another guy too who I met. I met this guy at the Impact show. His name is Joe Live, and like he's at every fucking Impact show all over the state. And I don't know what the fuck he does because I asked him, and his reply to me was, "Uh oh." I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Like I asked him, "Like, dude, what?" Because he, because I met him at the show. And I was like, oh, shit, I've seen you before. He's like, yeah, I'm always here. He's like a little Asian dude. He always has like a an Impact hat and an mm-hmm. Impact shirt. And he's always fucking front row. So when you watch Impact, like he's always there. And then when you go to his Twitter, like every fucking Impact show, he's taking pictures with like Deanna Parazzo, like by the ring, like over the rail next to the ring. Like he's These there. These dudes have to be getting somehow compensated. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, what do you do? I asked him, like, I tweeted him, I'm like, bro, what do you do? He replies, uh-oh. I'm like, what, what the fuck does that mean? I'm telling you, like, a green shirt, dude, I would not be surprised if WWE either hooks him up with the ticket or hooks him up with, like, something. There's no way they don't recognize this dude spending all this money and not do something. They have to give him, like, comp tickets and, for some events, but I would imagine that most and, of that's him. And, dude, you get so that has to be so cool, so... Like I'm like, is this back- guy, is he like Vince McMahon's illegitimate son or something? Yeah, like, like the only, only back to back I've ever done, and to me it was cool because you witnessed storytelling live. So, uh, Rob and I went to Mania 35, right when Kofi won and all that, and then the next month, the next pay per view was Money in the Bank. Um, oh, and me shit. and my boy went because it was where I lived, like it was back home. And tickets weren't that expensive. And if you know Mania tickets, you buy them like seven months in advance. So it's not like I was just balling in advance. Um, and I went and it was cool because I was like, yo, I was just at the last pay-per-view. And now I'm at this one seeing everything. Like, it was actually really fucking dope. Um, 
which I was actually a sick pay-per-view because that's when uh, Kofi feuded with Kevin Owens. Becky Two Belts was a thing. Oh, nice. Um, Bailey cashed in that night on Charlotte. Who else? AJ Styles and Seth Rollins had that one-on-one match, which was dope. The only shitty thing was, it's a funny story. I don't know. I guess I'm going to tell it, but that was the money in the bank where Brock Lesnar just came out at the end and won, if you remember. Oh, yeah. And me and my boy were like, we don't care who wins the match as long as it's not Corbin. That's when Corbin was like doing the Constable Corbin bullshit. Yeah. And Brock's music hits, natural reaction, you pop because it's fucking Brock Lesnar, and you weren't expecting him. And then he wins, and then we were like, Far! like, hell yeah, like we were amped that he even won. And then we got in the car, and we're like, no, it's happening again, the reign of Lesnar, because <laughs> that's when Lesnar was on like that three-year period of just always champion, but never there. Never fucking there. What a bad time for WWE, man. The only good thing that came out of that fucking Money in the Bank win was Boombox Brock. Yeah. That was, all, that was the out, good thing yeah, that came Kofi out of that. and Seth in the ring. Yeah, fucking boombox, Brock. <laughs> that was the best thing that came out of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. I looked up. I wanted to go to. I wanted to go to Mania this year in Philadelphia, bro. And I looked up those tickets because my my brother lives like right there outside of Philly. So I was gonna go to his house, hang out with his family and shit. Then we were gonna go to Mania, but bro. Well, have I have you heard about Rumble or no? Nah. So the heavy rumored place for it to be is in Orlando. Oh shit. I think yeah. I could do that. I don't know how far of a drive that I, is from me. I mean, Orlando from here is like four hours, but I just did a four-hour drive. Actually, I think it's less. I think it's like three and a half, well, which is basically essentially four hours. But I just did a four-and-a-half-hour drive to Ocala a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, I think ago, they said that from what I was – because I was reading it, so of course, bias. I wanted to come to the West Coast. Um, but yeah, I think they might have it at that Camping World Stadium, wherever Mania 33 was mm-hmm. when the Hardys returned that place. Let me look that shit up, cause, dude, I wouldn't. If I could, if I can find reasonable tickets in hotel, cause I don't really have so, any. I don't really have any people in Orlando, so I so wouldn't be able to. The thing I'll tell you to do is this, and this works. I don't care what people say. I've done it for multiple wrestling events and sporting events. Book a hotel now. Oh yeah. Cause you can always cancel the hotel. Yeah, a lot of them don't even charge you. Yeah, until, until you, you get check there. In. Yeah. That yeah, dude, mm-hmm. you could. I've been to a mania, so I'm. I'm. So that would be 2024 this year. Yeah, January had Rumble already. Yeah, January right? okay. 24. So yeah, it's in like four months, five months. I don't know if they've officially announced. No, so that yet. they have. They're running. Tropicana Field in St. Pete and Camping oh, yeah, World or Stadium that one too. How far is that? And Camping Tampa World Bay. Stadium in Orlando. It's one of those two are the front runners. How far I mean, either Tampa? way. I mean, St. Pete would be a little closer, and it would probably be cheaper, honestly, for hotel-wise and shit. Okay, that's something to look so out for. From, I think we've talked about this before, so Rumble's on my bucket list, but everyone I've ever met has done Mania, says obviously Mania's Mania, but yeah. they said going to a Rumble's fucking dope. I imagine. I and love watching it, though. I'm not trying to be that guy. What if you miss? What if you you decide not to go, and then Phil Phil Brooks shows up on TV? That's you know you great. kick yourself in the ass. Yeah, that would be nuts. So, that would be fucking nuts. And it's cool because it would be Saturday, so I could just come back Sunday, and yeah. I'd be good for the you rest could of the week. Fuck around man. and leave. You could just fuck around and leave Saturday morning. Go to the show. 
Oh no, I'd I'd probably go Friday. Yeah, I'd probably go True, Friday. I stay up there. Get I wouldn't the room. want to be in a car for five hours and then sitting all yeah. day at a show. Either. Then I have to go drive up there. No, I'd rather get in the hotel, take a shower, put on my fucking deodorant, and go to a show. You fucking stinking <laughs> motherfuckers! To see that, I take a shower, wash, put on some baby powder, deodorant, and then go. That's how you do these things. You just got to find out where they're staying, you know, and stalk them and have them there sign a bunch of things so you can sell and it And the online. next time I go to one of those big shows, I'm bringing, I'm going to have a little bag and I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to buy those little dollar deodorants and dollar ad sprays and I'm going to hand them shit out. I'm hey, going to hand them shit out. Hey, that's how we can get wrestling is trash on the map. Hey, who's that deodorant gotta, guy yeah. from the wrestling show? <laughs> I got to get little wrestling is trash labels. And just fucking wrap put all the... On. Yeah, put them on it. Yeah. You know, I just trash said, deodorant. Yeah, if I go to full gear, I got to rock this shirt. Uh, but no, we honestly didn't. We had a really good weekend of wrestling. Um, Another one. But now here's the thing. We're kind of in like a limbo f- for a little bit until November. Because you got full yeah, gear Yeah, which in is November. good because... Yeah. Asking people to pay for back-to-back pay-per-views as a company is kind of fucking... It's a bit much, and this motherfucker wants to do that shit again next year. So, because really, apparently, according to him, he got a lot of buys. He got the buys that he wanted. So, you know, it worked out for him. But, dude, we're in a recession, bro. (laughs) I know, right? Because now we, uh, because Fast Lane's next month, which that's going to be a whatever pay per view. Like, I actually think that's just going to be one. But then November, you got Survivor Series in full gear. So, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we got the Saudi show the beginning of November. Oh, yeah. Which I don't mind those anymore. Those have grown on me only because it's like afternoon wrestling. <laughs> yeah, the last one was good. The last one was real good. So, mm. again, I, I, I think I said on the when we covered that, I was like, I don't want to hear that Saudi blood money shit anymore, dude. Yeah. No more. Talking to one of my boys, between every company, major company, there has not been a bad pay-per-view this year. Like, ultimately bad pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everything delivered. I think the only I've thing that... Presently, pissed, yeah, like, no, I don't know. A lot of stuff, even stuff that we've been like, eh, I don't know about this card. Like, I, the payback card was like, looking at that card was like, okay, whatever. this looks like an episode of Monday Night Raw. And that's fine. You know, whatever. I'll watch it. And really good show. Like, I really enjoyed it. I didn't watch it live. I watched mm-hmm. it the next morning. Sat here, right here at 6 o'clock in the morning. It was ready to go on Peacock. I was like, oh, perfect. Boom. Turn that shit on and watch it. I was like, hey, man. I fucking enjoyed that. That was a good show. What do you think is next for the megastar? LA night. Ah, oh, man. I don't. I didn't catch Raw last night, so I don't know if he did anything there. No, he um, was, no they, they kept him off. Yeah, but uh, I was surprised to see that The Miz is starting something up with John Cena, though. That was interesting. That'd be um, kind of cool if they did a Cena. I know it's been done before, but I wouldn't mind a Cena-Miz thing. Yeah. I mean, I as far as L.A. Knight, um, because I really like if he's sticking, if Sorry to cut you off. If he's sticking to SmackDown, he can't go after the U.S. title because he's a baby face. They got to so get that right. off Rey Mysterio. They got to yeah. get that off Rey Mysterio and put it on a heel and then let L.A. Knight take it. But then that means you take it off of Rey, you put it on someone else, and then you take it off of that person now to give it to L.A. Knight. So, like, I don't know why they didn't just have Austin Theory and L.A. Knight 
like beef, but I'm sure they have a plan of some sort to kind of get that figured out. But like that was like the perfect. Everybody hates Scenario. Austin Theory. Everybody loves LA Knight. It's the perfect fucking match. Put the fucking belt on LA Knight. Let him go on a run and get cheered. I don't. That's, I don't understand why they didn't do it. That's literally heel face one hundred and one. I mean, it's like it writes itself. You don't even have to build anything around it. It's just have, just have him come out, start talking his gibberish, hit LA Knight's music, bam, there's your feud. I don't know you why know they what didn't I do that. See, I thought about this. Tell me how you feel about this. A fatal four way between the uh, Blackpool Combat Club for the international title. Oh shit! Wow. How dope would that be? Wow, that'd be brutal. Exactly. What I like about the whole Moxley thing now is that because Moxley always pops up on these random ass shows, so he's literally gonna be able to take that title and make it like international. Mm-hmm. Like he'll take it to all these other promotions and defend it. And actually, they'll they'll actually do that. What they should do if they're smart is have their camera people go and you know record that shit and then show it on. Not show the whole match on AEW, but at least acknowledge the fact that he's going and doing that shit. For the second time since the <clears throat> Shield broke up, all Shield members are champions. Yes, sir. So that's what I always think it's dope because I remember last time I think Mox was the champion and Seth was like U.S. champion. But I, th- so I think that, I think it's the... dope when they acknowledge that. So was Roman on his current run? Then, yes. yes. So he he he's still champion from all that time ago when Moxley was champion, and he just hasn't lost his title, and he's still holding on to it. No, That's they just insane, they just bro. said it. It was uh last week was three years he's won the universal oh title. God. That's fucking hey man, that's ridiculous, bro. Hey, at this point, fuck it, just let him so, hold the belt until he's fucking retired. I mean, so why even is, bother right, so, beating him? So here's my thing, because a lot of people do not like Hulk Hogan, right? Like, they just, they don't like Hulk Hogan, obviously, for everything he's done, right? His antics, just he lies, his racist comments, everything like that. And it's funny, because I went down a Twitter thread one day. It was kind of recently. And because sometimes they're pretty funny, some of the things people say. Right. And it's like, someone do was like, well, I'm in a dilemma. I don't want Cody to lose again because then it's like, fuck this shit. But man, would I love H- Roman to beat Hogan's record. Right. Because I think if Roman, Roman has to hold it for literally another year, next September. He has to hold it for next September. Wow, bro. Can we do that? Can we? So fucking, that's the question I have for you. Can we do that? Like, do you have Cody win or do you want Roman to beat Hogan? I don't give a fuck about these. Like, honestly, I don't give a fuck about these records, these Hogan's record. And I didn't even give a shit about the Honky Tonk Man's record. I think it's Which cool that they did it. To Gunther. You know, with congratulations to Gunther. He's officially the longest reigning IC champion of all time. And that's fantastic. That's great for him. He can, no one, I don't think is going to beat that for quite a while. It's probably going to be another 20 years before somebody is able to do that. Um, so congrats to him, but. Like, I don't give a fuck about Hogan's... Like, I don't care. That's the thing. Like, it was a different time back then. There weren't shows every week on TV. Yeah. There weren't monthly pay-per-views. Like, they, they those guys wrestled 
you know, you saw them like every fucking three months or something. You know what I mean? So it was different. So like, I don't really give a shit about the Hogan thing. Like, honestly, I really don't. Dude, in the past year, we've had three records get broken. We've had the tag team title one get broken, which just recently got broken in like 2016. Right. Then the IC one now, and then Roman just obviously with his shit. Seth's just hit 100 days. I saw that. MJF's coming up on a long time too, huh? MJF got to be around because he won at what? Full gear. At last year, he won full gear. Yeah, he's coming up on yeah, a we're year. Coming I up think. on a year. That's fucking awesome. I've enjoyed his title reign. Oh shit, Cody Cody Rhodes scheduled for Friday SmackDown. Up, oh, oh, there's the trade. <clears throat> so they're trading Cody for anyone who's not aware of this. So Jay Russo got traded to Raw. He's the newest member of Monday Night Raw because I guess he quit. That's the, the storyline. Is he quit? Oh and yeah. yeah. Cody, Cody somehow finagled his. His uh, former EVP status to finagle getting Jey Uso to be on Raw, but then it turns out that the deal is not complete because there's another part of the transaction that's going to happen to SmackDown, and we're all speculating that it's going to be Cody moving to SmackDown. Which, first of all, does it even fucking matter who's no. on what show? It does because they have not been paying attention to the. Literally, after the second week they did the draft. They fucked the whole draft up. They just had yeah. people going everywhere. So why even bother with this shit? But, you know, I get for storyline reasons why they're going to do it, just to bring attention to it so people tune in and whatnot. It's part of the, you know, part of what WWE does. But I just, <clears throat> if they're going to start that program, then I would assume that the reign, the, and the reign of Roman is coming to an end very soon. Probably at Mania. But again, we thought that was happening last year. See, here's my thing. Because you predicted Roman to win, I remember. But what's the point of doing this again if he doesn't win? Like, if That's Cody what I'm saying. Like, really, if he does it, if they do it again and Cody loses, he might as well retire. Because what's left? If you go, because the thing is, if he loses and he doesn't beat Roman Reigns, if he's not the one to do it, then what do you do? You can't challenge him again. You just can't. No one's going to care. You're like, oh, we're going to complete the story, guys. And you're like, nah, bro. No, we don't care. The third so time. then what? So then what? You go after Seth's title? That All of that's going to do is make that title look like a, even more secondary. Because right now, I've come around on that title. Like, I, I'm not looking at it as a, a subtitle anymore. Like, mm-hmm. Rollins has defended it quite a few times. People want that shit. It looks nice. So I'm, I've, you know, I'm giving it its respect and it's new that you, you have to, you know, it's going to take a while for that title to kind of like get its own shine, which I think it's happening now. So even with that though, like you can't have Cody lose and then like a month later come and try to take Seth's title and all. It's like, nah, bro, you, you, you know, you had your chance and you no. got to drop, you got to drop this rock bullshit. Yeah. Because the thing is, The Rock wouldn't beat him. Yeah. If The Rock goes back, it's too. to give Roman the not needed the, rub. The super rub. Not that he needs a rub from fucking Dwayne Johnson, but Rock, The Rock cannot be the one to beat Roman Reigns and take the title. Like, he can't. Maybe yeah. if what maybe what they can do is 
have Cody beat Roman for the titles. And then The Rock comes out because he's like, well, you're not head of the table anymore. You've lost the championships. You're not you're not that guy now. So I have to come and finish you. And then they can have a match. Because they honestly, they don't need the titles to have that match. God, The Rock no. versus fucking Roman Reigns to see yeah. who's going to be the head of the table. That's that's it right there. You you That's literally it. You don't need a belt for that. So then you can have that match and then Roman can win. And then, you know. Or even you can even have the rock. I don't know. I don't. I don't really think the rock. No, because so Roman. here's the thing. You said it perfectly. Because but the thing is, WWE is dead set on if they do it, it's at Mania. Like dog, yeah. SummerSlam's a stadium show. Like Mania is gonna make zillions of dollars. Whether the Rock's on it, the Undertaker's on it, Triple H is on it. it, it yeah. It's a, so why not save that for SummerSlam and make that fuck? We can really sell out probably. If you show that clip right then and there, say, even if that ends mania, like say Cody celebrates, the pyro goes off, Roman's in the ring, Cody goes in the back, then it ends with The Rock's music and just a face-to-face. I'm cool with that, right? Because you, if you're advertising months in advance, The Rock and Roman Reigns and SummerSlam, you can sell 70, 80,000 tickets. Probably yeah. 70, I'll probably 60, 70, probably. But it's like, so why not do that? And you have, like you said, you said it perfectly. The Rock's like, like what are, what bigger disappointment to come out after all this and you disappointed The Rock? Yeah. The Elder sent me whatever. You know, yeah, there's, like, a, there's a million ways they could do that shit. They sent me here to to take it from you because you're not. Yeah, or just even himself. You know? I've sat back. I've watched what you've done. I've watched what yep. you've done and you couldn't. You failed. You failed. And then boom. There's the match. No, SummerSlam main it. event. Like, I don't know. Now I want to see it. Now, granted, The Rock's got to be around to do this. Yeah. But well, it's not like he's busy right now. There's the fucking writer strike going on. They're not doing I know, shit. Fucking, we're getting eight weeks of Cena. And he's going to be at both Fast. He's going to be at Fastlane, too. Yeah. So, like, fuck. Let's go. Let's get this shit going. And Let's then the people, I like it's funny too, because people are like, well, why can't Batista come back? Like, brother, Batista had, had says, has no desire to come back. Bro, he even said that match was like his retirement match. He is finished. He got, he's done everything he wanted to do in the business. He had his last match against Triple H. Like, yeah. that's it. He's, he's done. And even, what's the thing? Even if you, like, brought him in, what are you going to have him do? Just be a guest appearance on Raw? Come out and give me what I want. Yeah, because don't get me wrong, I love Batista. I think mean, one of my yeah, of favorite course. entrances. But it's not like he's a promo guy like The Rock where he can come in and like, right. roast someone in a promo and leave. Like, Hopefully he gets his Hall of Fame induction this year. Yeah. Remember yeah. he was supposed to and then COVID happened. Right. And then yeah, I, sure. I think they wanted him last year and he couldn't commit. And I think I that's think why they went yeah, the route with he Ray. He couldn't do it. That's why they went with right. Ray. Because you got to think, they That's always cool. try to make someone big from that area. I wouldn't be surprised if Paul Heyman went in this year. In Philly? Oh, that'd be a good one. An ECW person is going into the Hall of Fame. What they should do is put, I mean, I know they should put New Jack in. If they're doing Philly, they should definitely put New Jack in the Hall of Fame. Like, he should but be in there so his family, his family can get something. I mean, it's part of ECW. They own ECW. Like, But you do you think mean? WWE I, will allow they that? They should. I think they should. They should put New Jack in the fucking Hall of Fame, man. He fucking deserves that shit. He's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah. But hey, man, if they're doing Philly, that would get a big pop. 
if they had New Jack there and he had his family there to like take the induction. Because if not him, who else could you do? Like, could you do I Sabu mean, or is he controversial? I don't know. I mean, if Sabu fucking not. Sylvester Stallone and shit. Fucking Rocky. <laughs> Fuck. But no, like, Philly. like EC, no, like ECW wise, who could you? Is there anybody from Philly? Is anybody no. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? No, I can't think of anybody from Philly that. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody that's from Philly. And I'm trying to think of what big ECW names are not already in the Hall of Fame, besides Paul Heyman, like the Dudley. But that's the thing too. Like maybe that's Tommy why I Dreamer. Said, you could put Tommy. That's Dreamer. why I said New Jack. Maybe, yeah. Well, Tommy Dreamer did some time in WWE too, so. Um, and they he could do did that. behind this. I don't know if you know. He did behind the scenes with them too, like producing. Yeah, but the thing is, like the names that I'm thinking of, they wouldn't like Rhino. They're not gonna. I'm not gonna put Rhino in the Hall of Fame. I know he did a bunch of stuff with Keith Slater and all that, but I, I, would, I don't think I wouldn't mind if he was in it. But I'd rather now that I, think I don't it, think I'd rather see Tommy Dreamer. I, honestly, Tommy I don't Dreamer. think they would do him. I don't. They wouldn't do Sandman. Uh, I would think maybe maybe Sabu, um, possibly Tommy Dreamer. To um, me, it's got to be either Dreamer or Heyman. And there's always Raven, but. I don't yeah, know about true. that. Raven's either, a big part of ECW history. Yeah, because he, I mean, he was in WWE for like a week or two. So it seemed like. I mean, they didn't really have him do much over there. So one of my favorite fucking WCW characters, man. Raven he was had so one of my favorite WWE hardcore matches. That triple yeah. threat with him, Big Show, and Kane at Mania. <laughs> Throwing each other through glass and the doors yeah, and the golf cart and all that. I don't know. For me, I love that match. So crazy. Oh, I was going to ask you this. Did So, do you think that Kevin Owens bladed on Saturday? I think he bladed. I think he did, too. Because I, I was trying to see where... Because I, cause I, I saw on on Twitter that he was busted open. So, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, let me pay attention to see where it happens or whatever. And I couldn't see anywhere where he got, like thrown into a turnstile or hit at something. He he was just all of a sudden covered in blood. Because they don't do headshots. That's the thing. Yeah. So I think he literally just, he was, obviously it was a tribute to Terry Funk. So I think he did that. I think he did that on purpose. And they probably probably went back there. He probably got a, he probably got a slap on the wrist because he probably went back there and they were like, Hey, what the fuck happened? Why were you like me? He's like, Oh, I don't know. But he knows. You don't think he, he could have got it blessed off? He could have what? Got it like signed off as like a one-time thing? Nah, I don't think they're doing that anymore. Definitely did, not like that. I was going to say, when did they stop bleeding? It's been a few years. I don't know when that rule came out that they just were like, we don't do that shit like, anymore. Was, but... Like, to be honest, like when Cena, like the ruthless aggression era, when Cena was killing it, I remember he had one match, I think it was against Umaga, where he was bleeding everywhere. They it had to be that then? whole PG when they started that whole PG shit. This one that started when yeah, it was I'm PG. To, yeah, because I don't probably like 2010. Can you imagine the PC era? It's been that long. You kind of yeah. feel like that shit like kind of just started or whatever, and it's been like over 10 years. Because I'm trying to think. Remember what was it? Was it Eddie Guerrero or JBL that both got busted open bad with it? Like. Bubble A job. Was it Eddie Guerrero that was bleeding really bad? Hold Do you on. remember I that mean, match? I honestly don't. Um, 
fuck, I don't remember if so, it was Eddie Guerrero or JBL that one of them they were the facing PG, each other. So the PG era, also known as the Universe era, began on July twenty second, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, bro. Two thousand eight, bro. That makes sense, actually. Thinking about it, because we haven't had a because we haven't had a first blood match in forever. It's fucking fifteen years, man. That's so crazy. But yeah, it's been that's that's when they stopped the blood thing. So, you know, because when was I'm trying to think of like the last person besides KO. WWE that got busted open bad. That was. I mean, we've seen we've seen a couple recently, like by accident, you know. Mm -hmm. But that shit wasn't. That was that was a blade job, bro. That was not by accident. He popped up in that fucking hockey outfit, and he was crimson masked up. Like that was a blade job. That was a super blade job, bro. So I think he bladed for sure. Yeah, that was definitely a really good match. And I was again. I'm cool with it. It was a homo- It was a homage to fucking Terry Funk. I thought it was cool. Um, so I I see why he did it, and I'm pretty sure he was like, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for this, but fuck it, I'm gonna do it. You know, speaking of like tributes, you know what kind of shocked me? I'm not mad about it, but when Cena returned last Friday to SmackDown, I thought he was gonna say something about Bray Wyatt. Ah, uh, yeah. Not. I'm not mad. I just yeah. kind of because like. They had two really good feuds, like when Wyatt yeah. first came in and then the Firefly Funhouse one. Yeah, I think he was basically trying to keep it light, you know, kind of like move past that shit. I'm sure he... I never asked you, did you like the Firefly Funhouse match? I just rewatched it, actually. I was just going to say, speaking of Cena, I was like, oh, you know what? I need to rewatch that shit. Uh, he's fucking ah, doing the, the hoist. And his like arms when, are all fucking rubbery. He can't punch like Bray Wyatt. When Bray's like, you can look, but you can't yeah. touch. Dude, that shit, it was, you know, <laughs> there is nothing like that. I mean, you can't compare that to anything. You know, it's just, it, you don't even know how to explain that if you're trying to explain it to somebody. Like, what was this match? And you're like, dude, I I don't fucking even know. He ended up in the fun house, then he went through the door, and now he's like being controlled by magic. I don't know what the fuck is happening. But it, it was entertaining like as it shit. Was, like thinking about it, I think it was like low key, like we're gonna kind of like shit on all the bad things you've done. Yeah, it was almost like uh, like like Cena took shrooms, and he was just kind of having like a peyote. Like, you know, he's uh, doing the NWO guitar. Yeah. He was in the fucking NWO. They, they did they the Saturday Night Main Event thing. The, the they played the Saturday Night Main Event theme. And yeah. he did the promo there. He did the weightlifting thing. They did the NWO thing. He did the Ruthless Aggression. Yeah, He came he out that. in his Ruthless Aggression gear. They tribute uh, the gear he was wearing the first time he fought Bray. Like just the, the shirt he was wearing at the time. Yeah, he did the doctor, uh, the thugonomics thing also. He, he did all his gimmicks. He brought all his gimmicks back. Yep, and then the fiend pinned him. That was dope. And I'll never forget Wasn't Titus O'Neil. Remember Titus O'Neil after it was like. Yeah, he was just like. <laughs> that was oh, one of shit. the hardest because I remember Rob and I. We did a show after each mania, uh, both of those because literally we were on lockdown, so no one had nothing to do. Wow. And we, I, I forget his answer, so I'd have to ask him, but. Between that and the Boneyard match with Taker and it, which one was better? Oh, those I, were yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd go with the the 
Firefight Funhouse match, though, for sure. That yeah. was definitely more entertaining. Like the 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 Boneyard match was cool, and actually, I should probably rewatch that because I watched I like that the, the one time, and but that's I'm also, it. I'm also an Undertaker mark, so because I watched that match as it as it played, and I like never watched it again. So I should probably rewatch that. But I keep seeing the meme everywhere of like the AJ and the Undertaker, popping AJ up. and the Undertaker behind them. Yeah, I see that meme all over the place. But I haven't seen yeah. that match since it aired. I should probably rewatch that. AJ Styles main evented WrestleMania though with it, so I'll give him that. Yeah, and he gave Undertaker his last match. AJ Styles, it's good trivia. I know, man. And AJ Styles for the little time he's had there, he's had fucking. He's the Grand Slam champion. He main evented. Yes, it was during COVID, and it was a not in front of a crowd, but he still technically main evented WrestleMania with the fucking Undertaker. Yep. Gave the Undertaker his last match. Like, in a fucked up way. I think someone said he's done more matches now with them than he did with Impact. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm assuming he he's Impact a first I'm assuming time. he'll go in the Hall of Fame when he retires against them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that dude was in Impact for so long. That's like one of those guys that, like, it was always like, oh, imagine if he was in WWE. Like, can you just imagine? Because you never thought – I never thought he was going to leave there. I never thought in a – like, when he showed up at Impact, I had no clue. Now when I go back and I listen to – like, when I watch that um, that Royal Rumble, like, you hear some people chanting AJ. You hear a little bit of AJ here and there in the crowd. And there's, like, a couple signs, too, if you, like, really look around. But I was clueless. Like, and I'm – all about wrestling rumors and all that shit. Yeah. Like, dude, I had no fucking idea that AJ was going to be at the Royal Rumble. It was and shockingly, literally a shock. And shockingly, Vince didn't really know the hype behind AJ. Yeah, he didn't even know who he was. That's hilarious. So, honestly, because AJ is older now, there's only really one more thing I really want out of him. And I really, and they're kind of doing it now. He fought Solo last week and lost. But I don't know if there was yeah. interference. But he's fighting Jimmy this week. I really want to see an AJ. I want to see AJ get, because if we're not going to get Bobby, like I really want to see AJ and Roman during this. Yeah. Like I'm in waiting. my perfect world, it would be AJ going up to Survivor Series or Saudi, whatever. Probably Saudi. They'd probably save that for Saudi. Huh? Saudi's kind of their bigger... But AJ and him in Saudi, get Bobby the Rumble, and then Cody at Mania. And I'd be so content. And then Roman, go take another vacation. It's not like he's not on one now. Like, I barely barely shows up, bro. I know. That's what oh, blows my, my mind. I think I, I've said this to one of my boys. Like, it's not like he's often doing movies like Cena was. Like, my man he's just, just literally... Home. He's at home with the wife and kids. And which is just... great. Which is great. He's earned that. But, like, I don't know, bro. Like, in, you only come on SmackDown. Like, you can't just show up once a week. <laughs> or once every other week. Yeah, for real. Like, I haven't, we haven't, when's the last time I saw him? At the last pay-per-view, right? No, nah, so we had SummerSlam. I think it was the week after SummerSlam. Because that's when Jay quit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's not coming yeah, yeah. this week, guy, because just like you've seen the memes, like, what are we going to get this week? Like, Tony Khan has a major announcement or a Roman Reigns return to SmackDown. Right. But uh, I think that's going to do it for us. I think we're out of gas. 
I think so. I think we've exhausted our wrestling talk for the week. But overall, man, I'm two weeks behind on fucking Ring of Honor, man. I got to. I'm fucking like two you. weeks behind. I missed two episodes. It's just so much wrestling, man. And I've been wanting to watch some GCW because Maki Ito's been there. Masha Slamovich has been over there a lot. And like, I want to, I want to watch some of that shit because I keep seeing clips online and it looks fucking awesome. And now fucking Will Ospreay is going to be on the next Impact pay per view. So I got to uh, watch Impact. that now. Yeah. Impact I gotta, 1000. I want to watch that too, actually. Yeah. Um, I got to watch that shit now. One last thing I want to say, actually, and then I'll do the, our plug out of here. Um, in November, the week before, since Full Gear's on a Saturday, uh, Collision and SmackDown are going head to head. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I don't today. know. I don't yeah. know if the time slots are going to change. I kind of hope it's like, cause remember they did that shit one time where Rampage. So if SmackDown was on, so FS1, SmackDown went half an hour into Rampage. It was something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it was on FS1. But then I remember Tony did like a live thing on YouTube before Rampage. Cause remember the. Phil Brooks won the Friday Night Wars when like yeah. there was no war. You know, it's a Tony. Tony he be called bugging, it the bro. Friday Night Wars when one when neither one were on their prime. He's got to relax with that shit. SmackDown but is I'm gonna fucking this... SmackDown is gonna destroy Collision. So Collision is what airing on Friday instead of Saturday. Yeah, is but that I, what it so is? the thing is, we don't know the time slot. I hope it's no shit. They're both eight to ten. I hope it's no like just like back in the day, eight to yeah. ten, both of them. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to do some heavy, heavy, heavy promotion for that shit to pop any kind of rating because. And that's, and that one, yeah, because that's so, that's the thing. That's the go home, literally the go home for full gear. And then that's the second to last SmackDown before Survivor Series. So they both are kind of like close to pay per views too. So. Bro, if CM Punk shows up at Survivor Series. Imagine if WWE was petty as fuck and brought CM Punk in for that SmackDown when they go ahead. I'm to telling head. you, bro. If 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 CM Punk, imagine if that SmackDown. Oh my God, bro! If I think, CM I'd, rather, Punk I think I'd rather see that than at in Chicago, just because of pettiness, yeah. just that of pettiness. Yeah. The thing is, though, if it's a double edged sword, because if they do that and they have CM Punk show up, like. Friday on that SmackDown. If you don't open the show with CM Punk, you're fucked because yeah. that crowd is going to be chanting CM Punk the whole fucking show until he comes out. Yeah. So if you don't start with him, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have I'm a big just thinking, problem. I'm just thinking picture. It's eight. They're both say they just go eight to 10. And you hear cult of personality on SmackDown. Tony's going to get word of that in two minutes and be livid. But the thing is, AEW, AEW is going to be in a predicament because their pay-per-view is the next day. Yeah. It's like, you got to be safe at the same time. Like you notice like, like most shows, most companies, well, both companies that week go home. There's not a lot of action with the main guys. Because you don't want to risk that final injury. Yeah, like, you, you don't can't have MJF. You can't have MJF. Say it's MJF and Adam Cole at full gear again. You can't. You really probably shouldn't have them wrestle on Friday. Right. So I don't know. That's going to be cool. Maybe we can do a. That'd be a good one to do a live for. We each have like I'm one down. Arm. Yeah, I'm down for a watch along at any time, man. 
I'm on a Friday night. Be nice and easy right before the pay-per-view. You have uh, one person going to be watching SmackDown and the other one could be watching Collision. Yeah, just back-to-back reactions, Collision. That actually be crazy. Be dope. I just want to do a better setup, though, because I have – because the thing is you can see my TV's there. Yeah. And I, I can't really – I mean, I guess I can move the laptop over there, but eh, we'll figure something out. But I'm, I'm down for doing that. That's going to be a good – man, that's going to be so interesting to see what they do. It's going to be real interesting to see what this CM Punk rebuttal is going to be because supposedly he's going to do some uh, air out a lot of dirty laundry or whatever the fuck, whatever podcast he decides to do or whatever. It's going to be interesting to hear his side of the story about everything that happened. But we shall see because I don't even know what he's going to be allowed to say really as far as lawsuits and all that. So, Did you see the meme? And it's CM Punk with like a WWE mic, and it's like, I left sports entertainment yeah. January 2014, yeah. and on November yeah. 25th, 2023, I'm back. Yeah. That's the thing, too. That's another thing that I've been like, it's so funny. I've been seeing like all these different clips of different things that he said over like the past year or two. And one of the clips I know you saw it was uh, at a Jungle Boy match. He was doing commentary, and he was like, if you have a, if you have a problem with Jungle Boy, then that means You're you the have a problem. And it's like, well, hello. <laughs> you came out of your, like, literally, I think actually Rob sent that to the group chat. And it's like, that's literally coming out of your mouth. You're he, saying it. My like, man does, he does it all to himself. Just like he told MJF, you want to go main event night four of a weekend spectacular? Yeah, like, brother, you're probably, get... you are dying to be that main event in one of those nights right now. Yeah. That buy one, get one free pay-per-view oh, yeah. event. That's what he said. Yeah, buy one get one extravaganza. And don't get me sick. wrong. Don't get me wrong. When he when he used to bury or take shots at WWE, like they were good. Like they were good. I'm not hating. And that's but see, that's the difference. He was one of their biggest stars, so he should be allowed to do that. Like mm-hmm. if he wants to take a shot every once in a while or whatever, that's in his character. That's fun. But when like MGF does that fucking bidding war of whatever and he name drops Vince and all these people, it's like, bro, you weren't you were never there. Like I like I that shit I like it's annoying. Like you you're just doing it to do it, like to get a reaction. And like you're better than that. Like you you can say anything else and get reactions. You had five seconds of TV time and it was Samoa Joe pushing you. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Literally, that's all your WWE, uh, all your experience on the television is Samoa Joe jumping. That's when Samoa Joe was in NX. That's when he was in WWE. Triple H was like, is MJF guy? Isn't that the guy you pushed into the thing during TakeOver? Yeah, Yeah. he's not too bad. He's not too bad. Yeah. I remember seeing his, uh, he tried out for Tough Enough, actually, MJF. I remember seeing his, uh, tryout, his tryout video or whatever. Actually, low key, I'll tell you, when that shit first started, me and my boys were like, yo, we should do that shit. We should send a fucking tape of us fucking each other up because we used to beat each other up and shit at my old job all the time, throwing each other through empty cardboard boxes and hitting each other with the fucking flat aluminum pans and all that stupid shit. All that dumb shit. But alas, yes, it seems Um, that we have come to the end. Of this wonderful episode of Wrestling is Trash. Episode 157, actually. So, ladies and gents, we thank you for joining us on another Trash Tuesday. We thank you for joining us in eating CM Punk's muffins. 
as I have been doing all week. And uh, I love you already know, Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co host of Wrestling Trash, Jay Briscoe for life. Better than you, baby. CM Punk. I'm wearing all the things I have. I'm I know you got some Briscoe. You got punk. You got yeah, Briscoe, ass. Punk, and MJF, the fucking scarf. I'm, I'm doing it all here. Um, yeah. But you already know. Go to West Wrestling is Trash on Instagram. That is the account I am in charge of. Uh, click the link in the bio so you can get access to all our content. The Rambling Rob page, the Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher, and most importantly, the YouTube page. You guys have been. Mm-hmm kicking ass on our youtube videos and we really appreciate it so thank you very much for that nick and i are working on adding some new stuff for you i this weekend took it upon myself to do the 60 second previews it seems like you guys have liked that so they're pretty popular so thank you guys again for doing all that and uh listen i'll pass it off to nick yeah no you can you know nick and sally co-host wrestling trash follow me on x and Instagram, I hate saying X. Um, but I refuse. Yeah. Most importantly, the YouTube page, um, Twitter, Wrestling Be Trash, about YouTube, Wrestling Get Trash, like, comment, subscribe, share, everything. Like I said, we appreciate you guys. Past two weeks, the videos have been doing great. Um, like I said, last, last week, two weeks ago, we've had like over 200 views, which, you know, that might not be a lot to a lot of people, but to us, it means a lot. Um, it's crazy to me. Yeah, so means a lot to us. Um, so please just comment, even if it's high, even if you're a bot, comment saying hi. <laughs> leave us a comment. I'll bot. probably I'll probably delete your comment, but at least you know say hi. Or at least leave it. Something. Leave it. But um, promote. yeah, we'll be back instead of the fucking comments that I get promote on whatever website. Damn Instagram bots! Every time yeah, I go on um, there, I see a comment, and I'm like, "Ooh, a comment!" And I go on, it's like. Hey, promote this on insert bullshit web page here. Yep. Um, for next week, I may not be here. Um, my traveling is over. And, well, I should already be in America. Hopefully, this by the end of the week, I'll be in America. But um, yes. So I may or may not be here next week. Lou may not. We might just take a week off unless something wild happens. You know, We might. We know a little but, um, season. I'll be honest. We did miss a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a couple of months, and I kind of want to avoid doing that. So you guys just might get a solo Lukoa episode. Yep, we'll see how it goes. Yep, depending on what's going on with me, you know, I got to get home and spend time with the fam. Absolutely, know. might be some backlash if I try to instantly get. Yeah, on you podcast. can't. You can't come home and then be like, "All right, babe." Yep, I'm on a podcast. I go record wrestling is trash. <laughs> yeah, she'll be like, "Ah, uh, go fuck yourself." But yeah, anyway. exactly. All right, that's all I got. Thank you guys as always. Yes, sir. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Now go forth and enjoy the wrestles. Till next time. Bam.